0: back everybody to another fantastic episode of the every pokemon episode ever podcast i am your host wrestling chris g and today is a very very special episode so he is the dragon the well the baby dragon of the group it's good old dougie fresh dougie man how you doing
1: i mean that makes sense i mean i do have a baby face and it's just you know pinchable cheeks and
0: yeah you're you're, you're the baby <laughs> technically you're older than me so i'm the baby but but this week just we're, we're just gonna roll with it you're, you're you're the baby dragon of the episode this week doug yeah so how you doing how you doing it's um a little peel back behind the curtain but it's it's been a hot minute since we've actually been recording since i've been having some remodeling done here at my house
1: Yeah, um, you know, and I mean, I'm I'm sure I've brought it up on a a decent number of episodes before, but, you know, I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons why we kind of wanted to build up the backlog that we built up, just because life is gonna happen, you know, and, you know, we haven't been recording, but every Saturday without fail, y'all have gotten an episode... And, you know, it's apparently looking at the numbers that come in at the end of each week, they've been steady.
0: Um, yeah, we, we, just this past week, um, it seems like we've gotten a new core audience. So it's, it's really nice to see that and that we're not just talking into a microphone and, <laughs> and just talking to ourselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, you know, whether whether this is your first episode or whether you've been with us since episode one, you know, any anybody that sits down and listens to listens to us for you know an hour and a half, you know, we appreciate it. You know.
0: Oh, absolutely, and I think every single one of you that's been on this journey, and we're we're almost at a year, Doug, um, listening wise. Um, for our audience, we're 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 almost there. So I, I kind of feel like me and you need to talk off air that we should do something for our one year anniversary.
1: Yeah, and that just—I mean, it's it's cool to be almost at a year, but all that does is serve to remind me of the initial like lockdown procedures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's true. That which is. Is de- which is
1: depressing in its own
0: right. Yeah, it really is.
1: Like, I mean, you know, in our own context, and I'm sure we'll talk about this when we do our our other podcast that I hope everybody's also listening to in one way or another. You know, we're only a couple weeks away from one of the last shows with fans full stop.
0: Yeah. Yeah actually, yeah. We're a couple weeks out from that. Holy shit. We're what three, I mean, three, three or four weeks out from that. Actually, about yeah, about yeah. a good month from now because today we're recording on on um, February 9th, two thousand twenty-one. So, yeah, everything stopped and came to a halt at the beginning of March of last year. Holy fuck balls!
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's just kind of like holy shit. We've been doing this for almost a year.
0: So yeah, we're 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 getting there. we're not quite there yet. We still got a little bit of time. We still got a couple months left, but we we'll, me, me and Doug will talk about something off air, because um, honestly, I think I think around our one year mark should be about the time for our Mewtwo movie, so I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look that down and get some statistics done, but we we might be able to do something special.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, you know, and obviously, I'm excited to to do that movie. I mean, I, I can see a world where that's a a big mammoth like Saturday recording, or whether we chunk it up.
0: <laughs> it's a long movie, <laughs> but it's not too much longer than than um than the first movie that we did.
1: No, but I could also imagine we want to kind of
0: dive a little bit more. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit more in depth.
1: Because as much as I enjoyed, um, you know, I Choose You, you know, this was the first proper like, oh, my God, there's a Pokemon movie that we have to go to the theaters to see.
0: Dude, I was I don't know about you, but I was so hyped. When that movie came out, and I had to go to the movie theater to go see it, and then and when you went to the movie theater, they gave you that nice little Pokemon card for going to watch the movie, and then Burger King, oh yeah, and then remember Burger King had the um, exclusive rights to the Pokemon um, like toys, and you can buy like an exclusive like gold uh, Mew, Mew, Mewtwo, and Pikachu. Um, like plate it's like it was like a little rectangular like little plate that came inside of like a big pokeball I had all three of them three or five of them oh no shit yeah I I don't know how many there were I had them all (laughs) so because I I, I actually would beg my dad instead of just buying me food just to go there and ask them if they had a specific one so don't know where they are (laughs) 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 <laughs> kind of got a little perturbed that um there was a pokemon card that was going for 3 quarters of a million dollars it was a it's a first edition holographic charizard card that i had two of and i have no idea where any of my pokemon cards are
1: oh shit yeah yeah i had i had a Freaking binder full
0: same here and i have no idea where my binder is
1: i feel like it was a victim of a of a yard
0: sale (laughs) someone someone that had that card doug if you had that card sold that card and made a bunch of fucking money off of it sad sad well and and good for them you know because at
1: least somebody got some profit out of it
0: yeah, I'm I asked my cousins. I said, "Did I give you that card?" And they said, "Nope." I think they're lying to me. <laughs> they're like, "Why? What what was what, what was so special about that card?" <laughs> so, but <laughs> yeah, just
1: just in case I do see it. Well, why 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 would I be so excited to hang on to it for you?
0: <laughs> so, um but yeah, today's episode that we're going over is episode number 35. Um, the official 35th episode of Pokemon, um, not the official U.S. version. But today's episode is called The Legend of Dratini," which aired November 25th of 1997 and never officially aired here in the U.S. So this is not like Beauty and the Beach where it got dubbed over a couple years later. This one still to this date has not been released here in the U.S.,
1: and probably won't be.
0: No, no. I mean, it. it <laughs> you're 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 talking. How how many years has it been? It's been twenty. Let's see. Hold on, hold on. It's been twenty three, twenty four years. No, twenty three years as of right now. So yeah. Shit. Damn. Yeah. So that being said. Um, Doug, I know this is a thing. So we're going to go back on the date of the Japanese air date of November 25th. And Doug, I know you have yours because mine just happened last This just this past November. So I know your (laughs) ass beat me this week. So go ahead and give your ode on this date for this week.
1: So on this date on November 25th. 1979 Pat Summerall and John Madden broadcast a game together for the first time uh, kicking off a partnership that would last
0: 22 years and span across multiple networks I was about to say get the fuck out of here that on this day th- this is when they first got together Yeah and holy shit
1: They were um basically as we were little kids they were basically the voice of Fox football on Sunday afternoons uh, they were they were the a squad over on Fox they were they obviously they were the the broadcasting team in the on the early uh, Madden football games um, you know um, John Madden would do uh, most of the talking, and then when uh, a play would happen, uh, that would that would be Pat's time to kind of pipe up, and then, you know, once the dust would settle from the play, John would go back to telling another story. But, you know, I mean, that's just... I have so, mem- so many memories of just watching football on Sunday afternoon and just hearing John Madden, and then obviously um
0: one of the richest broadcasters
1: uh well yeah you know he you know a pioneer in um sports licensing obviously with the madden franchise um that's it's still active today obviously if anybody's turned on playstation or xbox you know
0: yes sir Um,
1: so yeah um and this is kind of why I like doing this because I had no idea that it was just, a, a, you know, a random Sunday in November. I mean, I'd have to look up 1979. I mean, I, for all because this is close to Thanksgiving. For all we know, this could have been Fox's uh, Thanksgiving Day game. You know,
0: it, oh um, shit, it it could have. I mean, November 25th. Could've. It November 25th. Okay, give give me give me one second, Doug, because I, I I actually want to give this statistic while we're doing this real quick um november 25th 1997 oh this, 79 79 oh, 79 79 sorry 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 all right let let's see what day does this land on do, do, do. what is special about the 25th of november Ba-ba-ba. Um, it doesn't say. No,
1: well, no, it was it was a Sunday, so.
0: It was a Sunday.
1: So, but, and... but yeah, that that is kind of weird that it's just a, it's not even like the first Sunday of the football season. It's just like, because <clears throat> Thanksgiving that year would have been on the um, 29th.
0: Oh, yeah, the Cleveland Browns were at the Pittsburgh Steelers and Miami Dolphins faced off at uh, in Baltimore um, to face the Colts. Those were yeah. your games.
1: So, but yeah, so just random Sunday in November, 79, one of the more iconic pairs of broadcasters got together and they would be together for 22 years.
0: All right, well... Thank you for that, Doug. As always, bringing in those historical um, <clears throat> sports analysis on our show, I like it. I like it. Mine just happened last year, um, just actually um, a couple months ago from the from this recording. But New York Times named. Denzel Washington, the number one actor of the twenty first century so far is what they put in. They they made sure to put in quotes, so far. <laughs> so yeah, that that's pretty huge. I mean, he's had a lot of a lot of great movies and what, training day, um <clears throat> Glory. Glory, yeah. Um, remember the Titans? Probably one of his best movies. Um, Definitely the one I've probably seen the most. Um, What what, was Equalizer? Yeah, Equalizer. I'm trying. And one of them I've seen like ten times. I can't think of the name of the movie. I think it was called Flight. Was it called Flight?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Flight. Yes. Um, And I'm sure people are are like smacking their heads as they're listening to this because you've all seen the trailer where he's flying the goddamn plane upside down and shit.
0: Yep. (laughs) So. So, yeah, um, mine's not going to be as drawn out because we'd be all day going over his filmography. But I just wanted to throw it out there because it's it's fucking cool to get recognized, especially by someone as big as the New York Times as the number one actor of the 21st century. I'm surprised that The Rock um, wasn't wasn't up there. I wonder where The Rock stood on that list.
1: Well, I mean, you're talking the entire 21st century. The Rock really only came on uh, basically late 99, whenever fucking Scorpion King came
0: out. Yeah, but I mean, still, um, yeah, you know, I it, it's kind of bugging me. I, I, I actually want to know who was number two in everything on this list. Let's see. Okay. There we go. New York Times, 25 Best Actors and Actresses. Okay. Uh, wow, it's actually going to make me scroll all the way to the bottom. All right, go to the bottom. Because the bottom has Denzel. There's, and number two was Isabel Huppert. Number... Never heard of her. Number three was Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel. That's what I said. Oh, my bad. Um, number four is Ke- um, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, number five was Nicole Kidman. I'm only going up to ten, people. Uh, number six was um, Song Kang-Ho. Um... Let's see. Number seven was um, Tony Servillo. Tony Servillo, Okay. Number eight was Zao Tao. Um, Number nine was Viola Davis. Viola. Viola Davis. Okay. And number 10, I'm going to butcher her name like fucking crazy, but um, um, Sor we're going to leave it at number nine so the top nine because spell I, it S-A-O-I-R-S-E yeah. number nine <laughs> number nine so <laughs> so yeah we're, we're, we're going to keep it there but yeah that's a nice little list Some some of them I haven't even heard of but um, I was going to say,
1: it sounds like they're incorporating everything, not just America.
0: Yeah, so, but all right, we we can go ahead and start getting on into this lost episode, Dougie man. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm
1: excited. I'm excited. I'm definitely more excited to do this in our than in our first foray into the band oh, uh, you, universe.
0: Oh, you mean um, one of our... One of our top five most downloaded episodes, Doug?
1: Yeah, after you fuck with the numbers.
0: I did not fuck with any numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't not na- well, people kind of troll me because Clefairy's in that list too. So I just think if we talk bad about an episode or we have or we downplay something, that's gonna end up being one of our most listened to episodes.
1: Should have been doing this from the start. <laughs>
0: should have come on here
1: episode one why are we even doing this fucking show nobody's gonna listen to it let's fucking go
0: let's go okay i'm sorry i'm sorry he just he just he
1: just won some money
0: <laughs> well not yet doug don't jinx it but yeah i'm 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 up there right now i'm up there we should just
1: i mean we should just consider ourselves lucky he didn't throw his goddamn back out
0: oh yeah (laughs) yeah that let's let's not McGregor ourselves again um so I'm gonna turn my phone off and then I will I will look at it in a little bit um (laughs) we're gonna do this episode and I will either be happy or sad by the ending of this podcast so do you have the episode up and ready bro I do uh
1: thankfully uh you were you were gracious enough um a while back to drop a link in the Skype chat yes that i was able to grab so so yes i am ready
0: to go i have it muted all right, perfect. I, I had it muted. <laughs> well, um, regard, regardless, um, we do have subtitles. So this this will actually be an easier episode to really go over. So we start this week, everyone, with... Oh, and by the way, everyone, um, there's no Who's That Pokemon this week. Um, sure there was. Yeah, it's Strattini. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. uh uh-uh. Who 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 was the who's that Pokemon?
1: It was Toros.
0: It oh shit! It was Toros. All right. Ah. All right. Look at you, Doug. You're you're ahead yeah. of the game today. All right. Yeah. Tauros was the who's that Pokemon, and it's funny that he's the who's that Pokemon because <laughs> that's that's the Pokemon that Ash caught the most of in this episode. No spoilers here.
1: But <laughs> we don't see.
0: <laughs> no, we do. We do. We well, see they we do a little bit, it, yeah. It's it's a running gag in the show. Um which was why I'm glad we reviewed this because it, it was a running gag that we had no idea was a running gag because nobody saw this goddamn episode. So <laughs> we saw we start this episode um right outside of last week's episode, and Ash and the gang are are trailing through the Safari Zone and they're now in what looks like to be the legal Pokemon-catching Safari Zone and they're not in a poaching area or anything like that. And Ash is just, he's happy and he's singing. He's like, we're finally here in our destination. Get that Pokemon, I got you. And he's just trailing along and the narrator has to kind of clear up for everybody that... We are still in the Safari Zone, and Ash has yet to capture one Pokemon in this whole Safari Zone. (laughs) I mean,
1: they're just just walking up,
0: man. Yeah, for real. But uh, the narrator um, is talking about the future of this episode, that uh, where they're walking up to is filled with Pokemon so it's understandable how Ash is going to want to sing because he's finally here. It's taken him two two or three episodes, but he's finally fucking here. He 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 can go <laughs> through these gates and fucking catch these goddamn Pokemon that he's been wanting to capture for the longest time. But um they they finally get there and Ash is still singing and then Brock um, finally, gets into the mood, and Brock starts to sing as well. And we find out that Brock can't sing.
1: Brock can't sing, and he's also at his wit's end. Yes,
0: it's because I guess um, outside of the the cartoon, I guess Ash has been singing for a long, long time. So. Um, misty is listening pikachu's happy and brock is sitting there and he starts to sing and then brock sings way too loud and disrupts the owner of the gated safari zone where you can capture these pokemon and has a good old good old time doug you you want you want to go into the first scene of as to why this episode is banned
1: yeah because the first time we see him. We don't see him right away. We see the gun that's pointed square at him. Yeah. Just, 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 just wham. Just, he fucking, motherfucker thinks he's dirty, goddamn hairy.
0: Yeah. He's like, I don't want to hear any of your bad singing. And then he, and Ash is like, Yo, dude, what's your problem? And the guy just takes out his gun. He's like, Do you want to get shot? I was like, Well, whoa, whoa. What this dude coming had no a short episode that this dude had no chill like on a kid's show just points the gun and just goes, do you want to get shot? All right. I mean, if,
1: if you're coming from his perspective, there can be no mistake on how it happened. Because <laughs> he could sit there and say,
0: I asked him point blank, did he want to get shot? <laughs> <laughs> and this dude would have been hauled off to jail by Officer Jenny, and he would have been like, "I asked him, I told him to shut up, and he didn't want to shut up, and I told him that I would shoot him, so I shot him." I shot him. He said, "I said, do you want to get shot?" And he kept going, so I popped him. Yep. But uh, we're gonna find out later on that this guy isn't really fucking around. Like he, it's not really even a threat. Like he will shoot this gun. So we, we'll get to that in just a little bit. But the trio then apologizes and the, the man says, I'll let you go this time. And then invites them inside to go over the rules of the safari zone.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And then they're um, Ash and Brock are at the counter and Ash is presented with uh, a, a tackle box full of safari balls. And
0: they're green pokeballs.
1: Yes. Yeah. And you're basically, I mean, if you played a game, you know, you know, at this point, you're only allowed to use the sp- specific safari balls and the rod. And then once again, the guy's like, if you break the rules and I'm going to go off the translation, cause I think it's, it's, it's more funny. <laughs> the guy goes, if you break the rules, I'm going to end up having to use my thunderbolt. Nash goes thunderbolt and the fucker points it right at his fucking head, right between the eyes
0: yeah, (laughs) and right, and Ash is like, I understand, I understand, and he's like, yeah, you can only use these Pokeballs, and once you're out of these Pokeballs, you have to come back, and your time is up, but as long as you have these Pokeballs, the Safari Zone is yours, but you cannot use your Pokemon, you cannot battle with your Pokemon, and anything like that, so... What well, do you, what do you think these um safari these green safari pokeballs are made out of, Doug?
1: I don't know if they're made out of anything in particular. I honestly think they're just this way, just to identify them. Gotcha.
0: So you think they're regular pokeballs, just green coated? Um. So right. so when people are leaving, you can tell where they caught this Pokemon.
1: Right, right.
0: Gotcha. So,
1: but see now because so and now I'm curious because say you're in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or, you know, you know, jump to the end of this episode or whatever in particular. Does Ash have to go back into that office with his tackle box full of poke because obviously he can't just be putting them on his belt and walking out? Because then obviously what's the point of having to use the specific safari balls?
0: Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I would guess he would because it, 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 he wasn't given two baskets. He was given one basket. So you've got to make sure not to throw a pokeball of a Pokemon that you've already caught. So where is he put? Right, unlo- so- unless he can put them in his backpack. But we'd we have to continue this episode. I can't remember, and I've watched this episode twice, I can't remember if Ash actually wore his backpack in the Safari Zone.
1: And in the games, because I, I have a vague memory of going into the Safari Zone at one point, were you put on a timer, or is it literally here's a handful of Pokeballs once you're done, come out?
0: Um, it wasn't, re- I mean, it's a timer, yes, but in the game, it was a certain amount of steps. So, Step yes, so in, in the red and blue video game, once you hit a specific number of steps, you would hear a ding dong, and then they would bring you back into the beginning of the safari zone. Yes,
1: yeah, I remember getting kicked out, but I couldn't remember what triggered it. Well, not kicked out, but I, you know,
0: yeah, it was you're done. Yeah, it, it was it, it's footprints, and I'm sure that was a way of limitating because I, I, I would never. And I and I never knew until like later on, because I, I used to have the cheat, the Pokemon cheat book where. Um, no. Well, it, it would tell it would tell me where everything was. I mean, that's how I ended up finding out how to get Mew. But because um, Mew was in a truck. um So in the book, the book told you, I think it was like like a thousand steps or something something crazy like that and you had to use your steps wisely because in inside of the safari zone in the red and blue version you had to get, find some golden teeth that you would have to um take those golden teeth and give them back to the to the person that lost his teeth in the safari zone and they it was in the deepest part of the safari zone so you couldn't even be on a pokemon hunt at that point you had to find those teeth and or and just keep darting straight and hopefully you'll you'll encounter a Kangas Kong because that was the rarest Pokemon in my head. That and I'm not sure if Dratini was, was a part of the original. Was Dratini a part of the original Safari Zone in the game, Doug? I I don't think so.
1: If he was, I never saw him.
0: Yeah, I never saw him either. So
1: I I think I was I was on the hunt for like a, a
0: fucking um, goddamn rye horn. <laughs> Those were everywhere, though.
1: Well, yeah, but still, you got to it's not just a matter of finding them. It's a matter of getting them.
0: Yeah. So. All right. Well, it's at this point, Misty looks up on the wall and she sees a younger version of the guy that was pointing the gun at them and he's sitting right there right next to Gertini and she grabs the plaque off the wall and she's like hey sir is this you with Gertini you look so young and Brock and Brock was like yeah her Gertini is in this safari zone and this dude just lost his shit yeah cause he let's fucking go Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I,
1: you were turning the goddamn thing off. I just got the
0: alert that I won. <laughs> yeah, I just won 250 bucks. Yes, sir. Oh,
1: yeah, all right. you're gonna you're gonna do that one of these times, and I'm gonna be in the middle of a, of a really important fucking point. And I'm
0: gonna lose it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm happy right now. Okay, I'm I That's... am so good right now. Damn it. Okay. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. So. You know, I, I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but he's kind of taking it upon himself to kind of be the, the protector of, obviously, not only the Safari Zone, but in particular, this Dratini from his youth. Yes. And we'll see later, <clears throat> pardon me, While obviously, while that's
0: significant. So... Yeah, he, he gets real defensive, as you were saying. And he goes over and he's, he's like, no, there's no Jatini here. Don't you go looking for Jatini. And Ash thinks that this is weird at this point And says, you know what? I don't trust this dude. I'm going to go and call Professor Oak and, and go and ask Professor Oak. Because why wouldn't you?
1: Well, yeah, I mean dude's an old man, Oak's an old man they have to have known each other
0: and of course and the balls on Ash even though he just had a fucking gun pointed at him, he's inside of this dude's office using his telephone to call Professor Oak to ask about Tratini like the balls on you, like you really want to get shot in this episode
1: <laughs> again, I
0: asked him if he wanted to get shot multiple times and he just kept coming So it's at this point that um, that Miss, well, Professor Oak says, yeah, Mr. Kaiser, because that's the guy's name, uh, found the legendary Dratini inside of the Safari Zone and word got out about um, Dratini being in the Safari Zone and it brought in a lot of people to go in to look for Jatini and while they were looking for Jatini all these trainers were catching all these Pokemon inside of the Safari Zone and basically leaving the Safari Zone dry so um, I guess it must have one. it must have taken a lot more work to get the Safari Zone to be back to what it is today and not even just that but um the fact that people were kind of just trashing the place because they everybody wanted a Dratini so they can evolve it into Dragonair into a Dragonite because Dratini is apparently a legendary Pokemon in the Pokemon world. Right. So um but yeah that, that was that was the story of Dratini and, and this and this guy and then Professor Oak just had no chill and goes um, you need to hurry up and send me some Pokemon Because you haven't sent me any Pokemon in a long time And then he hangs up on Ash
1: Which you know is A, a fucking fair point I know um, You know I mean all he has at this point Is a muck and a crabby And it's a puny crabby at that
0: So And and muck smells apparently you know? Yep. <laughs> but um all right. So after he hangs up with, with Ash, Team Rocket was sitting right on top of this building, and they were listening in on on the whole conversation with him and Professor Oak about Tratini. Now, can can we can we pause for a second, Doug? I I want to actually tell you something, and I want to get your thought on this. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. There's a there there's a guy that was on Reddit that went viral, um, and he didn't only go viral on Reddit, but he went viral in the Pokemon world, and gave a synopsis of of Giovanni. Okay, so mm-hmm. so he said, wouldn't it be some shit? Well, I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing. Um, he said, wouldn't it be some shit if Giovanni is Ash's father? and giovanni ran away which is why ash's mom doesn't talk about his father anymore and that he sent these two buffoons of team rocket to go and capture this pikachu and and knowing damn well that they won't be able to capture the pikachu but that is his way of keeping tabs on ash so he knows what his son is doing at all times
1: that would make the movie really fucked up.
0: <laughs> why? Why would it make the movie fucked up?
1: Because the thing that is created in a lab kills him. Yeah. And deadbeat dad or not, that would make that would make me turn face. Like if I was a if I was a dickhead father, and I was this, I ended up being this goddamn mastermind, and I created this super creature in a lab, and he kills my son.
0: I mean, obviously,
1: obviously it's too it's too late to fucking pull the plug on the experiment because
0: it. But but you also have to remember, Doug, um, in the movie Giovanni was long gone before Ash got killed. Well, but you're telling me he didn't know what was going on. Uh, well, no, because they're they're on Mewtwo Island. Remember, Mewtwo made that whole that whole island, and nobody knew what was going on on that island. Because not even Giovanni could could um, keep that Pokemon contained.
1: Well, right, but if if you're if you're working on the theory that Giovanni is Ash's father, he's exhausting his resources at the very least. That is true. You know, making calls, scrambling private jets, doing whatever he's got to do, you know. He's fucking in the war room going, what do you mean we can't fucking find it? It has to
0: be there somewhere. (laughs) So. It's not on any maps, you know. And. So, and and I also want to um, throw out there, apparently, because it's already premiered in Japan, um, not too many people have given any spoilers on this, but we we have a 2 hour long um pokemon the movie coco or it's it's translated here um secrets of the jungle which will be premiering um i believe it's coming to netflix but um it's the next pokemon movie and we're going to get some answers on ash's father in this movie so and 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 that's all that that's out there right now nobody Nobody's really talking. At least I haven't dug too far deep because I don't want it spoiled for me, but apparently we're getting some answers in this next movie that's coming out, Doug.
1: I suppose we might as well. He's already won the Pokemon League finally. We might as well For real check a few other things
0: off. <laughs> so all right. So back to back to Team Rocket. I just wanted to throw that out there to see if it would um kind of make Make your head kind of twirl a little bit as to maybe Giovanni is Ash's father.
1: Nah, I don't think
0: so. You don't think so? You... Yeah. So, all right. So Team Rocket was listening in on the conversation. And they get the bright idea, obviously, that they now want to capture this Dratini inside of the Safari Zone. So they're going to go and look for this um, Dratini as well and it's at this point let's i'm fast forwarding through that the trio is given their pokeballs they're each given a fishing rod and the guy um kaiser um uh, is about to let them into the safari zone and doug I'm, I'm giving you all the violent stuff but good old team rocket comes into this into this scene as well as they're getting let into the safari zone and what happens doug
1: well, you know, so they're on the roof, like we established, and they said, um, "You know, well, shit, I gotta find it." This is this is this is the problem with not having fucking an English translation.
0: <laughs> well, you got the subtitles right there.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm not trying to fucking, I'm trying to talk, I'm not trying to, so they basically, they do the spiel, and they, they, they don't get it down, I mean, they get to their names, and then the guy's like, I fucking told you to get down once, and I'm not gonna tell you again, and he fucking starts shooting at their feet, and they fall, because of course they do. Yep. But James says, it's okay, I've got a plan. And he's he's got a parachute. But there wasn't enough space for that parachute to actually catch the wind. (laughs) And they just fall. (laughs) And they just fucking (laughs) faceplant. And then they can't dig themselves out of it. And then they come up and, you know, it's, oh, what are you here for now? And they say, well, we're going to. We're going to get that Tratini. We're going to get that Dratini, and you can't stop us. And then... For some odd reason, they very easily agree to a... a catch-for-catch catch contest. And... if Ash and the, and the crew win, they'll leave them alone. And... Everything's all hunky dory. Not not we're going to fight you. Just no, we're, we'll we'll just we'll all go catch pokemon and we'll tally each other like this is a weird episode.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that that's what they end up doing. They and then they end up going into the safari zone. Ash and Ash, Misty and Brock are happy that they're finally in the safari zone at this point. And um, we're finally greeted by a shit ton of Tauros. And Ash is looking at him and Brock, Brock is like, here it comes, Ash. And Ash is like, uh oh, he he takes out his Pokedex and um and the Pokedex is like, due to the gentleness, it will never attack unless something harms it. And the one attack that it knows um, right out the womb basically is tackle and they and and it's always using tackle, so Ash is like, "Oh, I want one of these, and Brock is like i can I can use some of these too, and Brock and Ash throw pokeballs and this is something I didn't know until rewatching this that Brock caught some of these tauros as well,
1: yeah, but we never see
0: his no <laughs> so I think he ate him. For real. you <laughs> Feeding Pokemon to Pokemon. Right. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Ash and Brock both capture um, a Tauros apiece. And Ash is kind of let down at this point. Because he's like, well, that wasn't really all that much fun. And... Uh, Missy's like, um, there, don't let your guard down. There's a limit to the number of Safari Balls that you have, so make sure that you capture the Pokemon that you want. And then he sees Rhyhorn, and since you you were just talking about Rhyhorn, Doug, I'm gonna give this one to you. So he says, you know, I, and they're peeking out from the bush, and they say, I found.
1: They say, right, it's Rhydon, isn't it? No, right, Rhyhorn. Oh, I thought it was.
0: Right, Rhydon's the evolved form.
1: Right, but. That is a
0: Rhydon. No, that's a Rhyhorn.
1: Motherfucker! <laughs> I'm looking right at it, <laughs> and so am I,
0: <laughs> bro. <laughs> the Pokedex just said Rhyhorn. It the-
1: says Rhydon, motherfucker.
0: Is he on all four legs, Doug? Is he on God the damn. ground?
1: It says the fucking Pokedex says Rhydon, man. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs>
0: yes yes it, it 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 says right yes I, I see the mistype right now but when he opens the book it, it is a Rhyhorn. horn well, again
1: i don't have i know anyway i know he fucking sees him and he's like well he said i found him and like okay like a you weren't looking for him you were just looking for something that wasn't toro's he said i'm gonna catch it and he's because he's, you can't battle it right so he's so this is literally right up his alley. It's basically just chuck and pray. <laughs> and So he throws and it looks like it's going to be the cuz there's not and then all of a sudden just a toro's herd just goes running by again and he and he just happens to snare one of them. And he goes, "I got a goddamn toro's again." Yep. Yes, he did. <laughs> and then the fucking Rhyhorn just fucking just meanders away.
0: Like, he can't just throw one after it, you know. So, yeah, he he ends up catching another Tauros, and Misty has the audacity to look and say, you gotta aim more carefully, but it wasn't his fucking fault.
1: Like, what is he supposed to do? This isn't goddamn wanted where you can curve the
0: Pokeball. For for real. And Raihorn <laughs> um, starts walking away, and... Um, at this point, I'm I'm kind of let down because Righthorn's a slow-ass Pokemon just walking away. Why the fuck couldn't Ash just get a little closer and throw another Safari Ball at it?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, just because it's back turned shouldn't mean that you can't, you know... I mean, you threw a goddamn rocket at a Spearow. For real! You know?
0: <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yes, you are 100% right, Doug. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> so, so yeah, right horn starts walking away. And Team Rocket is now back in the equation. And they're watching Ash successfully catch all these Toros. And Jesse's like, no matter what they do, we will get them all anyway and she's talking to me out
1: and we find out that they've goddamn got the guy what's his name kaiser they've got kaiser and jesse's got a gun to his temple
0: yes or james well, james, 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 james james has, has a, a gun yeah <laughs> right up to the temple just fucking just right there so i i, I can see why why this episode was banned uh
1: yeah, this, this gun wasn't oh, if you just cut out one or two scenes like the the gun is a central part of the episode.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, it's at this point um, that the, yeah, they've kidnapped this guy and they're asking him where the Dratini is and God bless this guy's soul but he will, he will not let his guard down because he will defend this damn um, Dratini to all end. And Jesse takes out a, a second gun and points it um, straight at his face, too, and goes, if you don't tell us where Dratini is, you're going to get this bullet.
1: And, and the guy goes, so you mean you're not going to play fairly with the kids? I was like, you're worried about the kids. You've got two guns at your head. It's like, <clears throat> you know, there's a reason.
0: Priorities, man, priorities. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm, I guess. <laughs> and, and then... You know, Jesse's like, "I've had enough of this." She calls out Arbach, and Arbach's got him in, squ- in uh, I don't know, bind or whatever.
0: Yeah, bind. And <clears throat> and then it's at this point that team we find out Team Rocket has another device, or is that a little later on? Let's see. Hold on. They a little bit later. Yeah, they, This is this is the part where
1: Jesse proposes marriage to the guy if. She,
0: if he if he tells her where Dratini is,
1: and he refuses, and, and she gets upset, <laughs> Jesse basically gets kicked in the nuts, and then and then we transition to like a a tickle machine. Yeah, well, I was yeah. <laughs> I, well, no, I was thinking about the the interrogation scene with Jess with uh, James and Meow, and then oh, you know they
0: yeah she gets some ber- soup. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, they give him a, a, a yeah a bowl of soup, and then like, you can have the soup if you tell us. And then he's like, no, and then that's when the goddamn tickle machine busts through the wall, so unnecessary, and then starts tickling dude. Yeah, and dude's an old man.
0: And he can't be. He's, he can't be getting tickled like that.
1: He's gonna pee himself at the very least.
0: For real. So. <laughs> this guy he's like okay okay I'll talk and and I'm guessing subliminally he ends up telling Team Rocket where Tratini is because we go straight from him saying I'll talk I'll talk over to the trio again and Misty takes out a box out of her backpack and it, it's a bunch of lures right
1: right and her her favorite one is one of
0: her herself, which is very conceited. It's it's conceited and it's creepy at the same time.
1: And it's creepy, yes.
0: <laughs> because wh- she's basically saying that pe- Pokemon want to eat her up.
1: That'd be like that be my, me saying, "Oh, here, let me flip my lucky coin." And on one side, it's it's my face, and on the other side, it's my ass. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so Misty puts the lure onto her fishing rod and throws it into the water and surprisingly she gets a bite and it's a pretty big bite because she needs Brock and Ash to help her get the lure out of the water and they pull it up and it's a fucking big ass fucking Gyarados
1: it's a, and if, and if you remember on the is it the second part of the Saint Anne stuff? Yes. You know, Gyarados are nothing to fuck with. Hell no. Especially when they come out of a apparently
0: pissed off Magikarp. <laughs> and Misty, Misty's like, "Oh, it's Gyarados. I didn't know that the Gyarados was in there." And then all of a sudden, Mister Kaiza with the tickle machine, because Team Rocket's a son of a bitch and didn't um uh didn't undo the tickle machine off of him after he he spoke to them, but he walks over basically saying that that he needs help.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then... Pardon me. So... We... transition rather fast to... James and Meowth.
0: Well, hold, and Scoop. well, well. Hold, hold, hold that thought, real quick. We just we just skipped over a piece after Kaiza said he needed help. Um, he's being tickled to death by this tickle machine, and Pikachu, um, Thunderbolts, um, the tickle machine to break it. And Kaisa then says that um, he told Team Rocket about the um dratini and that there's a specific spot inside of the safari zone called dragon valley and that team rocket is headed over there right now to go and capture dratini and that never saw no damn dragon valley in the game i I didn't see no damn dragon valley either (laughs) so just letting you know that much
1: for sure otherwise so yeah, but that's when, you know, we get a brief <laughs> overview of Dragon Valley and then we find out that James and Meow apparently drew the short straw.
0: And they have so to dive into this cold ass water.
1: So they're looking for it and they say, Well, we don't we don't and you know, we see Jesse sitting on the air tank and they're like, well, We don't see it and she's like, Quit complaining, he's around here somewhere And then all of a sudden Dratini just pops up and Jesse's freaking out. And in her process of freaking out and trying to get... Uh, <clears throat> pardon me, Dertini's attention. She steps on the goddamn pose
0: <laughs> And starts suffocating him.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuts Yeah, cuts off the air. And, you know, James and Meowth are, are turning red and purple and all kinds of shit. And jesse starts getting you know is able to call dratini over and it's looking like she's going to just be able to lean over and pick him up but it's at that point because of course it is that james and meowth pop up from the water about to die
0: (laughs) and you know
1: jesse is pissed she's like i almost had him
0: I was uh, I was about to get this Dratini, and if you didn't splash up here, I would have had that Dratini.
1: And then you know, we we quickly see them recovering on the shore and Meowth Meowth has a big grand plan, and of course it involves dynamite, because why
0: wouldn't it? <laughs> that that I feel like that's Meowth's go to. Well, you
1: know. <laughs> Just, he's a he's a bad guy in a nineties kids cartoon. For real. We can't blow it up. What are we supposed to do? Um, So we get a flash of um, dynamite going off. Right. All the dead Pokemon and shit. Well, not dead, but fainted. Because obviously, if they were dead, they'd be of no use. Um, And then we, uh, you know, Ash and the crew find them, and they're across the, the river and they say what are you planning on doing and me, I was like don't worry about that you gotta catch this dynamite and you know he throws it in the water and,
0: and, and Ash is also bragging because remember they have a bet going on and Ash is like I used up all my Safari Zone balls yeah, so I, I won think, I don't think they care I don't think so either <laughs> so
1: um <clears throat> They, obviously Team Rocket knows about Dratini because Jesse saw it. So Meowth throws the bundle of dynamite in the water. Kaiza obviously knows about Dratini. So he jumps in, doesn't even think about it, just jumps in. And Ash goes to jump in to after him. Misty stops him. Says, well, there's no point in both of you going down there. She throws out Stary- yeah, You to go find Kaiza and bring him back to the surface. No, well, Staryu goes down with Ash. Yes. And Staryu goes over and takes Kaiza up, despite Kaiza's best effort. <clears throat> But then, when Kaiza pops back up, Ash and Misty are under the impression that he would be right behind them. So then they're worried. And then we find out that Ash had to go basically down to the (coughs) bottom of the sea floor. All by himself. And he gets the bundle of dynamite. And as he's on his way up, he then faints and sinks back
0: down. And, that, and if, you've, if you've ever, and I'm just going to throw a funny line in, um, if you've ever heard this line before, and it's at this point that Ash knew he fucked up. He fucked up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Ash floats to the bottom because he couldn't make it all the way back to the top of the water. And then we see a flash of Dratini. And Dratini goes by. And then we get some dark clouds that are passing by. And then the fucking lake starts turning into a damn typhoon.
1: And, you know, it's raining and it's getting really bad. And all of a sudden, out from the water, we get this silhouette. And once the fucking smoke clears, we find out that there's Dratini just floating there. And who does he have on his back but Ash? And the goddamn Pokédex goes off. Yep. So it is It is Siri.
0: <laughs> so.
1: She didn't even have it open.
0: No, he didn't. <laughs> so. But, yeah. Uh, let's see. And I'm fast forwarding it in. So, yeah, he's riding um, Dragonair... And he's in the air, and it's at this point Team Rocket has the dynamite still in their hand because they're idiots, and the fucking dynamite blows up because well, of...
1: Well, no, Ash has a good line. He goes, doesn't he say something along the lines of, I
0: think this belongs
1: to you? And
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: and, and they fucking catch it. And then, of course, you know, because it's Team Rocket and it's the end of the episode, they fucking blow up.
0: Yes, sir. So, <laughs> so it's at this point that Team Rocket ends up blasting off again, and then we find out that Dragonair is the is the um, Dratini um, from Mister. Kaiza, and Dragonair has babies now, and, yeah. she, and she has a baby dragon Dragonite or not Dragonite um, Dratini. Dratini. And the Mr. Kaiser gets very emotional and starts to cry. And Misty's like, I wish I could meet Pokemon and train them like this. And Ash's like, me too. And then it's at this point that, um, that we jump straight from that to Ash talking to professor Oak again. And Um, they're promising not to let word out of the Dragonair or Dratini that's inside of the Safari Zone because they don't want it to get ruined again. Right. And good for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's very noble.
0: So, but yeah, um, it's at this point that we end up getting to the end of our episode, Doug.
1: Yeah. um, You know, like I say, um, a lot better than Beauty at the Beach.
0: Um, ten times better than Beauty and.
1: Ten times better, twenty times better, whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, kind of weird. That they, I mean, obviously the the contest was a was a ruse from Team Rocket. They had no intention of competing in the contest. I mean, that just made not only Ash but the group of them just look like idiots because they've been fighting them for a couple months now. You know they shouldn't be. <clears throat> pardon me. They shouldn't be falling for this shit.
0: No, they should so easily. So, but yeah, it's it's at this point that um, af- after they're done talking to uh, Professor Oak, that we finally get the joke that's going to run a few times in the in the series of Pokemon because Professor Oak uses his line, he's like, did you finally catch some damn Pokemon? And Ash is like, well, yeah, they they should be on their way to you, if not there by now. And Professor Oak is like, well, what did you... They're, they're all Tauros! And then you just see the Tauros just trample Professor Oak. Yeah, he's just fucking run over. <laughs> oh, A feel-good moment, Doug. A feel-good moment.
1: I feel good... I- a bit of a laugh to go out on, you know. I mean, which is nice because we had the heart heartfelt stuff with the with the reunion of the Dragonair and the revelation of the of
0: the family and so yeah, it's 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 a good episode. But that 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 was the final episode of. I mean that that that's the final moment of the episode. Until next week when we're getting ready to get out of the Safari Zone and go into a biker gang moment, Doug.
1: I mean, we're out of the Safari Zone. I mean, and for you in America, all you get is fresh off of his adventures in the Safari Zone, which they might as well have added on, which you didn't see.
0: <laughs> Facts.
1: Had, had to just, I mean, I, obviously, I... I don't remember, you know, watching the next episode in particular. So I don't remember specifically throwing my hands up going what adventures. I didn't see no adventures. The last time I saw you, I was, I was dealing with the Kangaskhan kid for real.
0: So yeah. Um, we're, it's a weird episode. Um, I wish it was actually a part of the American series because there was so much that happened in this episode that, I mean, you don't ever find out. I mean, I mean, Ash ends up using Tauros later on, but how the fuck did he catch him? But now you know because you're listening to our show and hopefully you found a link somewhere and you, and you watched the episode as we were going over the episode with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, all you get really in terms of an explanation of Toros, because at one point, I think Oak is talking about, like, Gary's total Pokemon versus Ash's total Pokemon, and Ash has a lead, and Ash is getting ready to kind of spike the football a little bit, and then Oak has to pull the rug out, and he goes, Well, they're mostly Toros from the Safari Zone. Yep. Like, yeah how <laughs> you know we couldn't even get a flashback you know
0: so so yeah uh, that's it that's our and hopefully this episode was a lot better for you to listen to us go over than the beauty and the beach even though I did enjoy going over beauty and the beach just just because of the the canniness of that episode
1: well, you know what? This is gonna feel. This is gonna sound better than Beauty at the Beach because this is our
0: first and only time doing it. Yep. <laughs> and we we're not doing it twice, so right. so that that that's a plus in itself. So. Which, and, I,
1: and, I, and I'd like to reiterate I'm never doing an episode twice again I don't care if it's the best episode I've ever seen I'm not talking about it twice
0: <laughs> We might, we might if it's a good episode As long as it's not Beauty and the Beach Mm-mm. Yep Mm-mm. I mean <laughs> You get one go from me <laughs> Doug's like I, I tap out, I'm I'm done I'm a one shot man
1: I was going to say, they call me one-shot, one-take, whatever.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't get paid by the hour. So, all right. Well, um, are you are you good to go, Doug? Yeah, I
1: think so. Like I say, this it's it's nice to fill in this gap. Fi- like I said, finally,
0: after all these years. All
1: you're, all you're going to hear next week is, after the adventures of the Safari Zone, our heroes are... are that, I mean I just watched it I don't remember <laughs> Something about our heroes are back In the environment of a city And it's like What adventures I would have liked to have seen some adventures I wait, Are we talking about Kangaskhan They weren't in the safari you know You're all confused
0: You're They, they, they fuck you right up So alright Well It's good to know So we are going to close out this episode this week, then. So say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you don't miss next week's episode because we're back to the American Pokémon with the Bridge Bike Gang, or translated from Japanese, Stormy Cycling Road. Have a good night, everybody.